It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, where you come to hear military and intel experts and a lot of other people too. America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio Network. You can also listen to our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa. That's AAA, where we stream 24-7. And now you can also hear them on the podcast on the same apps. All of our shows go to podcasts typically one to two days after the broadcast is heard live on talk radio. And you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, and many, many more. So be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple. Very important. Rate the show on Apple, the National Security Hour. We like hearing the good news. All right? And be sure to make America out loud dot news. That's our new logo there. That's our new handle. America out loud dot news. Your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. We all must do our part and share the stories, the articles, the videos. And so we can help secure America's future. You can find out more about our show and get all the latest podcasts. If you go to the menu nav bar on America out loud dot news under our show or schedule, and you will be in the know. And as Malcolm says, with liberty and justice for all, we're back on with the voice of freedom. Okay. And today, your host, Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, don't forget, every Monday, 7 p.m. on National Security Hour. So let me welcome my co host of many, many years. Welcome back, Dr. Michael Shoyer. Thank you, sir. Not that many years. We're both still in our early 40s. So. <laughs> well, we've been doing this a long time, Mike. Long you know, time, we're, a long I think time. National, national security. We've been on about. I think Eddie. I spoke to Eddie the other day. I think he said we're about nine months into it. Yeah. So, uh, uh, just a little uh, blurb there, but I think it, it's. I don't know. Thirteen. Somebody told me seventeen years. I'm thinking it's thirteen. I got to count. I got to get one of those calculators, those those solar calculators, and figure out how many years we did radio and podcasting. It's a long way from Chesapeake, Virginia. Yeah, we started out right down there where, you know, we had the Campbell soup cans with the copper wire. That's right. Uh, That's right. And they break every once in a while. We have to speak louder. Do you remember one time we had that freezing weather? It was a very cold winter in Virginia, Mike. Remember, it was like 40 below zero one night. And when we got there, we were defrosting. It was like five in the morning, ready to do the show. And uh, for some reason, we were off the air for the first half hour. Everything was frozen down there because they don't really get that kind of cold weather down there at Southern Virginia. No, no. Um, but they do have good pancakes and home fries. I know that. I oh, remember that. The Waffle House, yes. Yeah, the Waffle House. So um, with liberty and justice for all, I want to go forward and uh, just let the listeners know, if you want to make comments, and you know, we've had a few. We, we had some comments forwarded from Malcolm at America Out Loud. You can always go to twomikes.us, twomikes.us, and you can uh, you email us, make whatever comments you like. You can also email them to americaoutloud.news. Uh, we had a very nice comment. Somebody came through, uh, Jeff, and we want to thank you, Jeff, for listening close to the show and uh, for making the comment. We appreciate the compliment. We hope we're doing a good job here and getting the information out to you. And uh, this uh, just this past weekend, uh, without my super co-host, 
I was invited on to the Malcolm show, the Sunday show <clears throat> on Malcolm's show where there was a three panel. So I want to thank Malcolm too. Uh, it was pretty good. We spoke about a bunch of things on that one. And uh, it was two, two uh, really nice people on the panel, Mike. So I, I spent an hour with Malcolm and these other couple of people. So that was nice. Uh, but let's just bring it up to speed. Okay. We are uh, now about, uh, I don't know. You want to talk about the uh, the debate first? How would you like to do it? Well, there's not much to talk about in the debate, except they say, for some reason, I just read this week that that uh, woman from South Carolina is now the leading uh, collector of donations. Oh, Nikki? Um, Nikki Haley? Nikki, yeah. Another war lover that uh, that the Republicans seem to have an endless supply of. I guess even that uh, Indian, uh, the fellow from India, or is ethnically Indian, didn't do so well this time around. It was kind of a a morass of of people who were obviously aren't going to be elected. Uh, while Trump was out, you know, talking to the UAW of all things, he made he made Biden look like a doofus. Boy, it's not hard, but uh, you know, if they don't if they don't find a way uh, to put him in jail with some uh, promptness, I I think he's going to uh, take, uh, you know, take the presidency fairly easily. But I, what you said this week really in, interested me and made me think that uh, the one thing we're going to need to know, well, you go ahead and say it, before we vote for him. Oh, well, yeah, I said that on the, I said that on Malcolm's show, Okay. Yeah, I and, think it's very. And I've important. said it on I said it on podcasts, and I've said it on our show on America Out Loud a couple of times. And I spoke with other people. This is the important thing that people have to know. We just can't be sycophants, okay? You could be a MAGA fan, you could be whatever you want to be, a Trump fan. You know, I love him. Think he's a great guy. Think he wants to do good for the country, okay? However, it's like you know, you bring your dog to the vet, or you go to the hospital, or you go to the eye doctor. You want to know a little bit about him. You've never been there, right? So you say, well, gee, I don't want to bring Rover over there because what do I know about him? You know, well, who's his assistant? Who's the dental assistant? You know, who's the doctor's assistant? Who's the nurse practitioner? What we do know now, like, you know, known knowns and unknown knowns, like what's his name? Donald, uh, Secretary of Defense, Mike Rumsfeld. He used Rumsfeld. to say no knowns. Yeah, no knowns. We have no knowns now. We know that Donald Trump surrounded himself with crap. We know that Donald Tr Trump came in strong. Just because they win a campaign doesn't mean you put him in the White House, right? And they stuck him with Pence at the convention. Then they put Rince Brevis, and they surrounded themselves with people that were deep staters. And the establishment made sure, okay, you won, but guess what? As long as you won, we got to win too. So you've seen the mistakes of the past, the military, the uh, – what do you call those guys? The right-hand men to the uh, chief of staff and all that crap. OK, Mark Meadows, things like that. OK, no, no. I need to know before I pull the lever for you. I like you, Trump. You know, you we like you. And we we don't like the fact you never came on the podcast. But that's another story. We're not going to hold it against you. We're not like you. Get You understand? We're not going to hold the grudge. And we're not like Maybe other people. Saving us is the Trump card. Well, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I want to know, though. See, instead of like I won and here's who I'm going to pick. I want to know up front who you're picking. Yeah. I don't want you just picking your nose. I want to know up front who you're picking because... Or at least who he's not going to pick. 
Right, because so when no, he no, no Lavanka and husband. Well, I talked about that. You know, Javanka and the husband. Yeah. Right? No, those family. Listen, out of all the family members there, you know who the bright light bulb is to me, Mike, is Eric. I seen him yeah. how he ran the hotel. I seen how Eric ran the Trump Hotel in D.C. The guy's on the dime, but he's he's not going to be around Trump because he's got to run the business. Understand? You know, the other guy, you know, he's the rah-rah committee. He goes around, yeah, Fox News, whatever, okay? But what's important is to know who he's going to – it's just like, you know, when they get in, oh, gee, I had to take this guy, I had to take that guy, you know? And then it, it's like, uh, no, thank you. We didn't vote for him. We didn't vote for her. We, you know what I mean? We didn't vote for that. It's yeah. just like you and I. Okay, give you, for instance, on a you and I, okay? What do we got here? We got a few more minutes on the 17, first 17. Okay. You and I, we've had people on our show, congressmen and other politicians on our show. And what do they do? They come on your show. And I want to thank you guys, whoever come on the National Security Hour and through mics, whatever. I want to thank you because you have two pits to come on our show. A lot of people are scared because we get attacked by the ADL sometimes, right? So- People are scared. They look, oh, gosh, I don't know. What am I going to do? I Congressmen that say, well, I want to come on your show, but I got to ask my staff. Really? Really? Or how about a guy's running for a congressional position or a senator position? He goes, yeah, I want to come on your show, but, you know, um, 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 and they get the um, you know? So this is the thing you have to hold with the politicians. I don't care where you live, whatever state, whatever city, whatever county, Right. You have to hold their feet to the fire up front. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I like you. I want you to win. But tell me who you're going to surround yourself with. Because if I want if I want garbage, I can go to the trash bin. If I want garbage, I can go to the dump. I don't need to vote for you, right? Just because you have an R next to your name, you think we owe you something? No, no, no. It doesn't work like that anymore. So for Trump, and, it's, and it goes for DeSantis, because the, the, in the end, Mike, it's going to be DeSantis or Trump. Let's face it. These other guys, they're just collecting money. You know what I mean? They're going to collect money because you get to keep the money, right? No matter, You could pay yourself up to 300000 a year. You get to keep the money. And then with the money, you have to fly around and, and make believe you're helping other candidates. It's a fake thing. You know how they make the laws. Yeah. The laws are in their, on their side. So the, everything is Ill, illegal with the Congress. You know what I mean? So let's say Nikki Haley collects $2 million. That'll be her campaign. She gets to keep it. Now she goes, oh, I'm going to vote for so-and-so. I'm going to I'm gonna go support so-and-so. In Cal- so her and her husband want to go to California. They make believe they're going to support somebody. They want to go to Hawaii. They make believe they support somebody. That's the game, yeah. right? You keep the money. You get to spend the money. But you have to account for what you're doing. Oh, what'd you do? Oh, I went to, um, I went to vote for – I wanted to support Stanley. Stanley's running in Alaska. And while we were there, we spent three weeks on a cruise, right? That's how it works. You know what I mean? So can't have that anymore, Trump. Can't have it. We told you way back when with General McInerney on our show, uh, you know, uh, hold up. You got the Constitution in your favor. You're the chief commander in chief, 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 like fire chief, beep, 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 you know, and uh, you didn't listen. You listened to everybody around you, which cost us the country. So I just want to remind the listeners, he listened to everybody around him. Which cost us the country and given and it's given us hell for how many years now? Okay, yeah. and debt, and now you got the fraud, you got the uh, Kevin McCarthy fraud, right? Who uh, says, "Well, you know, uh, 
I got rid of the Ukraine, but you also got rid of the board. You got rid of the border money too, didn't you? Right. That's what I heard this morning. Is that the you know, deal? This was... is a problem. This is a big problem. Yeah. Okay. You know, Trump is in a hard place here because he's he's getting no, no help from the Republican Party, so he doesn't owe them anything. But on the other side, he has to, uh, you know, he really has to be daring in the names of the appointees. I think the only person I'd like to see come back is that fellow who ran the the uh, health office, um, the surgeon. I can't remember his name. But I thought he was a pretty, uh, you know, upfront character. But I was just okay. Saying, we're going to come up on the break in two minutes. Go ahead, finish, Mike. Yeah. All, all I was going to say again is there's one or two people we could bring back in cabinet positions who did fairly well. Uh, if you want to, if he's going to have to re-energize the uh, um, uh, energy industry, so maybe Rick Perry should be considered for a while, maybe as a like a czar of something in the energy field. But other than that, it's got to be new people, and it's got to be people who are recognizably his supporters, not people who are there to keep a watch on him because the party doesn't like him. So it's hmm. a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard. Where bit. is Rick Perry today? You know, I haven't heard that. Is he a witness protection? I haven't heard that name in a while. I haven't heard from him in a long time either. But you know, my impression was that he was a, a he really drove that energy independence movement, and now it's come come down to the fact that next year. Uh, they're not going to give any permits for offshore drilling or offshore production. Plus, boy, that that is in America's interest, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> coming coming from the people who say they represent the people, the progressives, which is really a mental illness. That's what that is. Okay, and uh, I guess they want that energy independence, huh? Yeah, and plus on top of... Uh, well, wait, Mike, I didn't finish the sentence. Oh, they want sorry. that energy independence for Ukraine, not for you. Yes, <laughs> that's right. All right, got to go to break. Hey, we're going to commercial. Don't forget, visit the sponsors. We'll see you on the other side. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Hey everyone, Nurse Kimberly Overton here from Nurses Out Loud. Over time, our cell signaling molecules diminished, leaving us vulnerable to the wear and tear of life. With the SIA Redox, you can restore and revitalize your body at the cellular level. This is an incredible product that I personally use and can attest to seeing fantastic results, including better sleep, increased energy, improved mood, and a decrease in my joint pain. ASEA supports your immune system, enhancing your body's natural ability to repair itself. It promotes overall well-being so that you can experience a new level of vitality and resilience. It's time to take control of your health and experience the power of ASEA. Visit our online store today at americaoutloud.shop and use promo code OUTLOUD to save 15%. 
Be sure to tune in to Nurses Out Loud Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We're back. Welcome back to segment two on the National Security Hour with Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike. It's always good to be back on the National Security Hour with Liberty and Justice for All. We're going to continue our conversation today on what's going on. Again, if you missed the first segment, I was talking about being a sycophant for Trump. We, we, we need to know who he's going to surround himself with. Mike made a good suggestion before the break. He talked about Rick, Penny, Rick Perry and energy independence. And like I said, they want energy independence, but only for the Ukraine, not for us. Continue, Mike. Go ahead. Well, I, yeah, not only energy independence, but somebody's got to take care of the strategic oil reserve, which is empty because of Biden, and that's what he wants to keep it. Uh, so well, we take let care me, of that. Mike, let's do a little intel stuff here, okay? Let's give the uh, listeners a treat. So let's say you want to take down a country. How would you go about it? Would you sell off the strategic reserves to your, I guess, enemy? Would you open the borders and not close them to so where all your enemies can come in? Would you create inflation and prices through the roof, including energy, uh, to put a hurt on your, your citizens? How would you try to do a Trojan horse, Trojan horse collapse in a country? I think all of those things, Colonel, plus turning um, everyone in the country against the white population, which is the most productive and the most uh, um, inclined to work, pay their taxes, raise their children the right way, uh, buy homes. You, you make uh, you make them the core of your economic success. You make the enemy of all the rest of the people in the country. I think that's that's what they're doing very clearly. And in your point about uh, all of the military age men coming into this country, um, you know, I saw an article by a guy named Nagel this week, N-A-G-L, and I, and I think his first name was Johnny. It's a co-authored piece. And it's about how if the Army ever wants to um, replicate the tremendous victory they scored in Iraq, he wrote, uh, there's going to have to be a draft. And, you know, I've, I heard somebody take that and then say, well, they, and they also in the draft, they want to be able to draft a non-citizen uh, uh, I I illegal immigrants. Now, if there is such a draft, who are they going to turn to? Those those several hundred thousand Chinese. Uh, how about the, all the the Nigerians? They're 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 crawling into the country. The, I 
I wonder if they're trying to build, they will try to build a military that doesn't mind going out and shooting Americans. They couldn't. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, they couldn't do it with the military they had because most of those enlisted men uh, come from families with a, a decent background, uh, have been raised correctly and wouldn't fire on their own people. So what do they do? Well, you know, Mike, I think from from the old days, yeah, I think you say decent background. But then again, you have to remember something. Whoever's going into the military th- in this generation, it's not the military we, we knew of, we knew about years ago. OK, well, certainly this is a whole the whole DEI years, program. That's exactly right. Yeah, this is a DEI program now, and it's all about, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And, and sexual depravity. Let's say, what's that? It's all. It's also all about sexual depravity becoming... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So let's yeah. say you don't agree with their lifestyle. You don't agree with the diversity, equity, inclusion. How do you know you don't get a bullet in the back? Yeah. Or See, you, that's you the problem. Get re- you, get, you get a dishonorable discharge. Right. Okay. So... Uh, I don't know if we can ever build up. I mean, you'd have to, if somebody won now, they would have to clean up all of this crap. I mean, you'd have to clean house. It's it's an enormous job. It's an enormous job and neither party is up to it. That's the problem. You would have to clean house, Mike. Oh, deeply too. Yeah. Uh, Not only in the White House and in the uh, Congress and the Senate, but also in the bureaucracy. Right. That has to be reduced you know, and, and almost to the point where they got to start all over again, because that's. Well, that's, listen, isn't uh, that what isn't that what the document said? If it didn't work, start all over again. Yeah. You got to right? go back to what they call, uh, I guess, a little uh, imperialistically, but they call it first principles. Right. And first principles for us is what's contained in the founding documents. And uh, the idea that you can keep a civil servant. Uh, you you cannot fire a civil servant though he's working against the government is a bit of of idiocy, at least. So the civil service has got a lot of it's got to go, and the president and no, and- I'm I'm going back I'm going back further where it says, you know, if the government don't get along, <laughs> you know, you just start all over again. Yeah, start all over again with a new government. That's ex- yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean that that's where we're at now. Look what just happened. We had a budget, uh, let's say, showdown, which we knew was going to be a fraud anyway. Well, either they collapse one week, 30 days, whatever. Okay. And uh, you had them on TV crying about, we need food banks for the government employees. Now, I'm not making fun of them. You know, I heard the stories. They can only pay, maybe they, can, they can't even pay a $400 emergency bill. But wait, <clears throat> they don't have enough money. They're talking on TV about rent and mortgages and car payments. They don't have enough for next month. So how are these people living? Now, they do make, you know, we live in the Beltway. We we know how it was. Okay. How do these people not have a little something sacked away, like a sack of Jawea or two, right, in case of a rainy day? Because they don't think of rainy days no more. You know what I'm saying? So I think, yeah, I think that's a problem. But I also think that they're they're also also – the, the check is endless because you're a civil servant and you're there until you croak or until you retire. So, yeah, but Mike, they don't have enough money, I just said, to pay next yeah. month. Well, they think the money's going to keep coming because they, right. they're not, no matter what they do, they're not going to lose their job. Right. And, and we know they're going to get reimbursed at the end of the program yeah. whenever it ends. And who knows how much money is going, uh, you know, black to civil servants to, to for example, 
there were six people at according to the news at CIA who knew and and their analysis was that uh, 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 the COVID crap came out of the Wuhan laboratory, and they five of them were were bribed or financially rewarded. I think they called it, but the reward was because they changed their mind and said, "Oh no, it came from." the wilds or, or the forest or mm-hmm. the, mountains, the caves. So how much of that goes on? You know, I don't know the answer. They had, they had, um, when I was still there and up to t- 2004, they had uh, a thing called um, an excellence award where you could get several thousand dollars for a, a job well done or something like that. But, I, I never ran into the idea that somebody could be paid to change their mind. Uh, <laughs> but I guess that's just progressivism. Well, you know, when you're out in the field, Mike, and uh, you're working out in, the, out, out in the field, let's put it that way, contractor or, you know, employee of the agency, you can pay a lot of people to change their minds. Oh, it's your job. <laughs> That's what you're, you're there to help people commit treason. Right. And and can you repeat that for the for the listeners? Because they don't realize what it was really all about. Yeah. The, the idea of intelligence is to get other people to, to, to betray their country. That's why the Israelis go after so many Americans, especially Jewish Americans in this country, to have them can- work against us. Can you tell us the most famous famous one that you remember that that we 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 let go back to? Oh, uh, Clinton. Well, not go back. back. Yeah, I can't we did we college. did a trade, Mike. Was it a trade? I don't. I think we just let him out of the goodness of our hearts. And really? tell you, I'll tell you the truth, Colonel. I was happy to send him back, but I would have felt that if I was president, he should be drawn and quartered, uh, and de- disemboweled, and then sent him back in a box. But send him back there and let him get, have a heroic welcome for undermining the United States, a U.S. citizen. You know, why wasn't he hung? Uh, this was one of the biggest traitors to America, correct? Yeah, as far as I know, yes. And what what was he What was he dealing with? Navy secrets? Navy, I think it was naval secrets, yes. Naval I secrets, right? Can you, can you reveal his name, Mike, or is it secret? No, it's not secret, but I can't remember it, Colonel. I'm just joking. Go ahead. <laughs> Does it start with a J? I don't know. Does it end with his last name start with a P? Jonathan Pollard. Pollard. Jonathan Pollard. There you go. Hey, round one. Mike wins on $10 on the spin on the wheel. (laughs) I mean, if you could dismember uh, a newly born baby, it wouldn't have been such a big thing to dismember him and send the parts back in in, uh, maybe separate packages so whoever was receiving it could have a present a day for six or seven days. But why did Israel want him back? Because he was an American citizen, wasn't he? Right. So why did he have? Why did they request him to go back to Israel, Mike? Can you tell us that? Let's get him out of jail. And they oh, were it was a get out of jail card. And probably they were afraid eventually he'd get so sick and tired of being in jail that he would sing. So tell- he was sending these naval secrets to Israel. Yeah, I don't know if it was going through other other Israeli assets in this country are directly back to Israel. I would suspect there is an intermediate, some kind of an intelligence. No, because I want to, I want to, I want to just make the diagram here. So this is the country that we always hear on the news and by our Congress, our elected officials that are oligarchs, American oligarchs. That's the country where they say the only democracy in the Middle East, right? Right. Okay. But Iran 
is bad. Um, but the only democracy in the Middle East is they they wanted the guy that was a traitor. Imagine imagine if we've had we had an Israeli spy working for America. What would happen? Well, how would that play out, Mike? I don't know, Colonel. I don't. I doubt we have any. I bet we're afraid of trying to enlist anybody uh, because if it's found out, the ADL go after the the agencies. So it's it's a big problem for the United States. You mean to tell me we don't have any Israeli spies working in Jewish delicatessens? I would <laughs> I would not have any information on that. Currently. I'm just joking, Mike. <laughs> There's there were certain things I tried to stay away from when I was in the agency. Uh, Usually, when I when I pop into a delicatessen and get something, I always look behind the counter to make sure you could tell he's an American guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But sometimes you look closely and you say, "Well, did that guy does that guy work for any intelligence agency in the Middle East that I don't know about?" Yeah. Because he's doing the potato knishes, and I want to know what he's doing. You know what I mean? When he they could be they could be sneaking secrets through the knishes, Mike. You never can tell. You never can tell. And every once in a while, I suppose you run into one who wants to know if you know where the. USS uh, Kearsarge is at the moment, you know. <laughs> well, one time I was sitting down having a sandwich and I seen a piece of paper floating in the guy's matzo ball soup. And I says, this is not a Chinese restaurant and that's not a fortune cookie, you know, fortune. So maybe somebody was passing some information. I have no idea. Yeah. But that's, I just, that's you know, one relationship that needs a thoroughgoing uh, evaluation. Well, that's one of that's one of many. One of many. One of, you many. know. Oh, I mean, look, if you're going to if you're going to say things about other countries in the Middle East and, yeah, there's bad guys and good guys everywhere. We got them in our own country. Yeah. Um, you have to be fair. You just can't say they're the only guys. Well, you know, other people want to live, too. Just yeah. think about it. If they weren't around, maybe, you know, Saddam Hussein be there and Gaddafi be there and, you know, Syria still be, uh, you know, doing tourism for the Christians. You know what I mean? In uh, Damascus. But uh, it seems to me that. Always the Christians get, and just recently the Christians got popped somewhere. Uh, and I think Syrian Christians were having a wedding. I don't know if it was a rock or something. And they had a fire. Uh, there was fireworks and then there was a fire and then they blocked. I think it was a rock. They blocked the exits. Yeah. I think because they were Christians, tonight. you know? Yeah. But uh, persecutions is a middle name. You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's, it, it just goes to show how important it, us, uh, it is for us to have commercial relations with the world and little or no political relations, especially no military relations. Now, thank God, Mm -hmm. it really looks like Ukraine is going to shatter NATO forever. And the Europeans, for the first time since 1917, will have to defend themselves uh, without us, which I think is a great idea. We should have never got into either war. I think the Europeans like it themselves, Mike. I don't think they want NATO and all the bases there. You really think they do want that? Well, I think the Germans probably in this day and age want the money they get from the bases. And there's some bases Mm in uh, Britain and some in Italy and I think in Spain, Turkey. Uh, But who cares? You know, who cares what they want? You know, 100, well, from 1917, 106 years of America providing defense for the Europeans is enough. Um, well, you know what? You may have that point of view and others may have it too. But you know what? I really think that we're never going to get out. This is my opinion now. I think we'll never get out because the money that's, what, what is it, 400 bases around the world? It, don't forget, you have all these guys in uniform. 
right? What do you do? What do you do? You take them all home. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? IT? Defend the, defend the border. Well, that's not in the game plan. They don't want that. Well, okay. We they should it. be here defending the border. Yeah. But they're in all these bases around the world, right? And, uh, you know, we're still, war, we're still Cold War mentality kind of thing, Mike. You know? Yeah. I just think, hey, by the way, hi, Iceland. I appreciate you listening in. Iceland likes the show. I love it. You know, it's just great. And we're going to come there one day and do a live show. Mike <laughs> loves looking at reindeer in the middle of the night. So, I like uh, moose especially. Do they have moose? <laughs> no, I mean, it, think about it. It's an economic thing. They put these guys around the world. They got a place to stay and they've got a place to make money. Right. They get a paycheck. You know, our, our military is way off the you know, $980 billion and you can't defend the border. Mike. You know how many people around the world are laughing? I mean, this this is the National Security Hour, by the way, on AmericaOutloud.news. And uh, we're in segment two, you with Colonel Mike, Dr. Mike. But we're speaking to you around the world, just not just in America. You know, give us your point of view. You can email us, twomikes.us. Just email us the comment. You know, give us your point of view. Do you want the Americans there? We don't want them there. Do you want them there? It's a job, Mike. It's a job. It's like the GE or the Maytag salesman, you know, repairman. He's got to go there. He's got to fix the machine. Yeah. So they're sitting there, you know, and they do a, a career. This is no longer like Cold War. We got to worry, blah, blah, blah. It's a career, right? And then they come out. If they're smart, they're an officer. They get a job on K Street. They, they become a congressman. They go lobby, you know. It's $980 billion. Ladies and gentlemen in America, $980 billion of your dollars are being spent on defense is that an oxymoron when the border's open i think it is what do you think mike well sure it is an extra 125 billion just for ukraine in 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 guns yeah uh, other and, and now and now they're moaning that it was cut out of this bill we're going down to the last minute oh gosh this show is going so fast today i don't know what happened but we're coming up on the last minute and you know i'm going to take it because i want to cut you off mike okay. i hate to do it pal you can come right back in on the open Right. But uh, we want to thank AmericaOutloud.com, where you come to hear liberty and justice for all. Hey, it's going on eight years. And don't forget, there's a lot of good shows up there. But you want to tune in Monday to Friday, 7 p.m., the National Security Hour with Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike. That's me. That's him. All right. And coming up on the break, don't forget to visit the sponsors. And we're 24-7 at AmericaOutloud.news. Okay? AmericaOutloud.news. You want to be there or be nowhere, and we'll see you on the other side. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. The pandemic may be over for some. But millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body 
And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back. You're on the National Security Hour with Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike. Last segment, segment three. Boy, does time go fast. My gosh, this is the quickest show I think we did in nine months, Mike. So, you know, let's roundhouse, turn it to the domestic where, you know, we were just discussing a little bit before we got on the show. Gavin Newsom is throwing out a name because he said the next person to take over from Feinstein, by the way, who they put her down like a Doberman. I mean, boom, she was gone. No time. It's like going to see the vet. Um, and they pushed her into into the Congress, dying away from her family. So yeah. she could vote for a meaningless uh, uh, motion that was up there. So it's well, she was motionless too, Mike. I mean, let's face yeah. it. Like, All right. you know, like, like Biden, uh, the Democrats love elder abuse. Well, I think it has to be an acuity test. You, we we got to start testing these people for mental acuity, and then we also have to drug test everyone. Doesn't matter what age. OK, I don't mind if you're in there in your 70s or 80s and you snap to it, you know, and you got good brain cells and everything's working and the little gray cells are working. I don't mind. You know, you could be 90. I don't care. But when you're getting feeble, you know, and you're dribbling, and you're soiling yourself and you freeze, you get brain freezes like McConnell. No more. And, it, you know, that the state's got to say enough. Pull them back and say we got somebody else lined up. But in the case of, of, of Newsom now, he said the next one, it's just so racist. The next one has to be black. Why? How about the next one be somebody good? But you know what came out. So, Mike, why don't you tell the listeners who Gavin Newsom's looking for? Well, I have heard from a resource that from a source that's very reliable that he's thinking of Meghan Merkel, Prince Harry's current or former or. So is it is it that is it that we want to go back to the British system with, with the system of the Duchess? Is that what we want she, to become a British? She's got so many different kinds of nationality and blood in her that she could be really kind of universal human being <laughs> uh, to, to represent all in sundry in the in the 
mad mix that is the United States these days, and especially that's California. So it's 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 you know nothing is too wild, stupid, or or painfully lacking in common sense than the Democratic Party and progressives. So to think that kind of a weak version of uh, Cortez in Meghan Markle is going to become, uh, you know, a wonderful senator of all of the people. I, I think it's just ma- liberal madness or, or progressive madness. They they can't, uh, they they can't even see what fools they are and what the fools they, the fool they make out of our country, the damage they cause. Didn't you tell me too that that uh, 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 what her name is? It's Cortez is the last name in the New York. Brooklyn. Oh, Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, she she said that there's no what was it now, no divergence between the idea of progressivism and financial responsibility. <laughs> <You know? laughs> now, if someone can say that with a straight face, they ought to get a little prize, maybe a donut or a Snickers bar. But I mean, mm-hmm. just a walking idiot who apparently spent well, time Hunter. Uh, we, we have to use some attorney talk on this show once in a while. It's all right. I wouldn't say an idiot. I'd say less than mentally capable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and less than honest. <laughs> no. When you're in a courtroom, you can never call a, a person a liar, no matter what side you're on, defense or whatever, you know, if you're prosecuting. You always use the, the attorney term, which is, Your Honor, he's being less than truthful. <laughs> well, Judge... You know, I, I don't understand legal talk. I didn't go to Harvard and I didn't go to these fancy law schools. Is that a liar? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You can't you can't use that terminology in a courtroom. You're 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 defaming the court. Well, well what I, we have is in this country right now is a big problem more than Congress, more than a feeble president, more than feeble people like McConnell. We have a problem because if we really wanted to put the metal to the pedal, as we say. With the elections and so on, we got bad courts. We got bad judges. And they weren't put in there by accident, Mike. You know that and no. I know that. Yeah. Okay. Every, that transformation know, of government is still biting us in the ass. Yeah. And you can always tell when a, when a court judge makes a, a proper decision according to the Constitution, he's attacked viciously from every angle. And never defended by like the Republicans. Who's come to the fore to re- to support uh, uh, Clarence Thomas? And what it, it, the other one was Alito, or was it? Uh, I can't remember. But they've been. Oh yes, Mister Bork Jr. Yeah, he's the one that came out and uh, told us about the the kind of campaign of vilification against uh, uh, Justice. Um, name i just mentioned and i can't remember thomas thomas thomas. Thomas. thomas thomas yeah so it's 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 a it's a really a mad farm and now they had that guy yesterday too during the debate on uh the, the budget uh a representative from the democratic party named uh oh down. the fire the fire extinguisher jamal bowman yeah who apparently was unhappy with the tenor of the debate and he went over to the wall and pulled the fire alarm causing a kerfluffle He's now, fortunately, though, in, pol- in police custody because it's a federal crime to do that in the Congress. So, but that's the kind of people that work for the Democrats. You know? Jamal Bowman. Now, you know something? I knew a lot of Bowmans in our day, 
And there used to be a Bowman distillery out in Reston, Virginia years ago. I don't know if you remember that on the way to the airport. Nope. It uh, it was Virginia gentleman, like a bourbon kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of that. I didn't know about the the uh, uh, distillery though. Yeah, they had a distillery. It went back to the I guess early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, but uh, never you know, heard of a Jamal Bowman. One other point uh, on Meghan Markle. I think there's a provision in the the Constitution that makes it uh, illegal for an American to accept a uh, foreign government's uh, aristocratic appointment. You know, I, I well, remember- Well, yes, because she's a duchess. Yes, she's the duchess. I remember after General, or not General, President Reagan resigned, he got special permission in, in his retirement, I think, to, to receive the order of the British Empire because Mrs. Thatcher liked him. But I think this this is a, a little, you know, young woman doofus uh, who may have done something that's not acceptable and would foreclose her ability to run in the United States for election to the to the Senate. Well, you're funded. dealing with California where anything's possible. And you're dealing with Gavin Newsom, who is the nephew of Donna Corleone, the mob <laughs> boss in the uh, in the uh, co- the Congress. You know, Donna Corleone, you see, she wielded that thing like a mafia boss, you know? Yeah. And uh, here we got uh, Larry Potatoes <laughs> as the uh, majority leader. Larry <laughs> Potatoes, another Californian, right? Who is, uh, well, you know, I tried my best and I, I did do that. And if if, if Matt Gates wants to go against me, I'll bring out my uh, my gummy bears and I'll bring out the, uh, what are those little things, the squeezy things? With the hair on the head, those little toys. Troll. I'll bring out my troll dolls. You know? <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, Kevin. No problem. Larry Potato Head. You know? This is what we got running our country. This is America. It used to be the greatest country in the world. Everybody looked up to it. I love talking to my friends around the globe. And they say, how's America doing? We're not coming. But how you doing? You know what <laughs> I mean? They don't come back anymore. Everybody's somewhere else now, Mike. Everybody wants to be somewhere else. Well, you, you run away from a storm, you know, only the military runs toward the storm and it's always the wrong storm or it's not a storm, but they run at it anyway. But I mean, you, you can't blame people. Why would you want to invest in this country when the, when the government of the day is destroying, t- trying to destroy its economic viability? You'd have to be an idiot to come here and do that. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned the economy. And we'll talk about it on the next show on the National Security Hour. With Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike, 7 p.m. Monday, every week. We have five shows, seven day, five shows, five days a week on the National Security Hour. We've got great hosts, Eddie Hoagland, General McInerney, Paul Valley. We have Lieutenant Colonel Sargis. Um, I want to say this about the economy, and I think we should talk about it on the next show. I've been reading some uh, statistics. The best has not come yet. The commercial real estate is going to really bubble in 25. The downside is like big time because people are not going back to work, empty buildings. Um, the, the loan to do, unlike uh, foreclosing on a house, these commercial loans are a lot different. And we'll talk about it in, in detail. We may even bring a guest on for it. But wait till you see in 25 what happens with commercial buildings like New York, L.A., San Francisco, Chicago. Boy, that's going to be a whippersnapper. I'll tell you that. Well, the Democrats will just fill them with illegal aliens. 
again, Mike, I think you're being a little bit biased. You got to remember, it's a unit party now. Well, that's can't true. Go, you can't throw but, everything I mean, that's, on that's them. That's basically a state and city decision. What they do mm-hmm. with those buildings, it wouldn't be. Oh yeah, yeah. Building. In the states and the cities is Democrat. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we're a statist kind of uh, government now. You know, we're, we're statist. That's where we are. Well, it's it's becoming. I think that's becoming clear uh, with this this supposed deal, getting rid of the Ukraine money, and getting rid of the money rid of the money for the border. The bill, when it gets to the Senate, the neocons are going to put the money back in for Ukraine and still not put any money in for the border. So we're going to be back to another. It's got to go back to the Congress then, and then we're going to have another one of these. Uh, battles what over is their, the what is their operates. definition of suicide yeah. one bullet russian i mean how do you work this it's a one bullet russian roulette game do these people on capitol hill think that all these people coming into the country will love them more than they love us no they'll love money yeah. and they'll kill whoever pays highest right kill four really terrible money. game at this point it's a, it's we're hardly in this game anymore colonel you know, Trump has got to be the choice, but we've got to know what he's going to do when he gets there. And um, God help us if he doesn't. But he's he's got to play ball this time. It's not it's not just anger that's going to get him there. It's it's anger certainly, and it's distaste, if not hatred, for this government. But you know what I fear, Mike? He's going to go. What I fear is when somebody wins, they're going to tell us <laughs> whether it's Trump or DeSantis. You know, I wish I could do it all in four years. You know, the old mantra. We're going to need another four years. We don't have four minutes. We don't have four months. We don't have four days. You know, we're behind the clock already. Oh, you we're know? behind. You know, now, let to... me say, before we go off, the impeachment, show trial. Democrats were well prepared. These guys have nothing. They have nothing to bring to the table. As soon as they said, hey, you know, Joe Biden or Trump, you know, Joe Biden, Trump. You know, Joe Biden, Trump. I mean, they know these are Hollywood actors. They're good at what they do. Yeah. You know, I mean, only a few of the guys on the Republican side reacted. But, you know, I'm not happy with impeachment, Mike. It's only just a first step. The guy's got to just step down. We got enough proof of, of everything that's going going down. Why isn't he out of the office already? Yeah. Are, are they that worried? I mean, the Republicans, are they that worried that Kamala takes over? Well, somebody ought to be worried. Colonel, that we don't have enough oil, energy, to run our military if we need to run it. You know, Mike, we got makeup, we got wigs, we got uh, high heel shoes. That's not a big deal. Oh, red, and they're red, red high heel shoes. So maybe, <laughs> maybe the Russians won't shoot at somebody with red on. Them. You know what the new recruitment song is for one of the military? Uh, um, what do you call it? One of, the, one of the military agencies. It's David Bowie's Let's Dance. Put on your red shoes and dance. <laughs> yeah. That's the recruitment song for one of the uh, military uh, get-ups. <laughs> Let's dance. Put on your red shoes and dance with me. And they got Millie out there. What's his? I mean, Mark Millie left too. And, and not only that, he disgraced the president. He disgraced himself. He couldn't help himself but say something about Trump, like as if this guy's a great general. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know anything he's great with. He's got good friends like that clown who's over in the health department with the long hair and is a man. 
uh, you know, and but he thinks he's a woman or something. But now yeah. he's an admiral. It's like, I think they were in high school together, so maybe they have a little thing going. You know. Yeah, it could be. I, maybe maybe Millie will leave his family now and take up with his old linebacker friend or whatever. Amazing. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll be up on K Street, Mike, or down in Tyson's Corner. Yeah, you'll see in the next thirty days who's going to pick him up. Will Will it be? Let's see. Let's go behind door number one, Lockheed. Will it be uh, Northrop Grumman? Let's see. Will it be Microsoft? Hmm. You know, who will it be? Who's going to pick them up? Yeah, exactly the case. You know, it, it, the one final thing that I, I got to say, this, this whole business of, of rein, reinstating the Cold War, you know, I'll bet you uh, that uh, Putin hasn't killed as many of his opponents as Clint, the Clintons have. Oh, I, I think, you, you you know, you'll get all the bookies in Vegas on your side. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about uh, powerful people who kill their enemies uh, so they can't uh, either rat them out or run an election against them. I think the Clintons got it going, you know, uh, running away when it comes to a comparison with, with, uh, remember the old cowboy movie, Mike, when they used to say, how many notches has he got on his belt? Sam. (laughs) Ah, he's got 16 notches. Will shot them all right there in Arizona. Really? (laughs) Yeah, he shot them all in Arizona. Well, now they say so- shot them all in Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always got to worry about these people who worry about who think about committing suicide after an announcement comes out. You know, but yeah, just just think about how how talented the people that get killed are. You're going to get the final two minutes, Mike Shoyer. They can they can if the if the Clintons don't like them, they get trained and they shoot themselves in the head three times. Well, they could do that three times. Yeah. Normal suicides, they say, are one, but yep. they get the option for two, three, or four. <laughs> Michael Shorey, you get in the last minute. Go ahead. Well, uh, oh, I guess you know the height. The height of understatement uh, this week was belongs to um, the prize goes to Elon Musk, who went down to Eagle Pass in Texas and looked at the people coming into the country without. Uh, any uh, what did he say mike he said some pretty extreme individuals are crossing this border illegally bad hombres did he say bad hombres said it's pretty extreme individuals oh he's so he's so polite well yeah and and it's like well i guess he's a master of understatement well he knows how to do a word salad yeah (laughs) so let me let me just say this before we close because i gotta say sign off time um (laughs) Let me just say this before we close. Remember that old that old saying? I always talk about the slogan: "Don't mess with Texas." Well, that only meant you know with the flag, the barbecue, the pickup trucks, and the SUV. Because the boys that say "Don't mess with Texas," they ain't doing shit about the border. Hey, I said it. I said it. That's right. All you military boys and all you sheriffs and wild boys, come on now, deputize us. We're ready to roll. Okay, we got to sign off. We want to thank you. Again, once again, I want to thank my co-host, Dr. Michael Scheuer. Colonel Mike saying, thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. Hey, you want to be at AmericaOutloud.news, AmericaOutloud.news, be here or nowhere. Hey, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.